uh, as I mentioned yesterday and also uh, last Sunday, um, we're not told a lot uh, in the Gospels about the Christmas story. There are lots and lots of gaps, lots of things that we don't know, that we can never know, that we can't be sure about. And this story of the Magi is one of uh, my favorites because um, there is lots that we don't know about them. There's lots that we might think we know about them, but in terms of what the Bible actually says, we don't know a lot. And it, and it kind of invites the I wonder questions and to kind of to try as we fill in some, or we try and think about filling in some of these, uh, these gaps. We don't know how many of them there were. We know that they brought three gifts. We don't know where they came from, although they did come from the east. And the east is never a good place to go if you are familiar with the Old Testament story. Uh, Bad things always happen if you go to the east. Uh, We don't know exactly uh, when this story happened. It was at some point. It wasn't... um, So at least on the Lego video, they got more than three of them, even if they put them in the stable um, at the end. We don't know exactly when this happened. But this word magi... Um, it's, the, it's the same uh, word that we get magician from. And so in terms of the Bible story, uh, if you were familiar, as Matthew's readers would have been very familiar with their Old Testament, they would have known that these are, kind of, these are magicians, these are sorcerers, these are enchanters, a group of people that have consistently through the story so far been opposed to God. Uh, the word that Matthew uses, I think, links us directly to the Daniel story. Uh, For those of you that aren't familiar with the Daniel story, uh, a king in Daniel has a dream, and he he can't interpret this dream. And so he calls together all his enchanters and his wise men and his sorcerers. And he knows that they're frauds. He knows that they're con artists. And so he says, I'm not going to tell you what the dream was, because if I do that, you'll just make it all up, as you always do. So first, you tell me what the dream is, and then tell me what it means. And they say, well, of course, no one can do this. Only God can do that sort of thing. Uh, and, so, and then Daniel comes forward, and Daniel prays, and Daniel is able to tell the king what the dream is and its meaning. And so the, these magicians, enchanters, these wise men, are shown to be frauds who are in opposition to God. When there's the writing on the wall, a little bit later on in Daniel's story, again, it's the wise men, the enchanters, the astrologers. They can't read it. Only Daniel can because the spirit of the gods is on him, as they say. Uh, these are the same guys that were, were kind of opposed to Moses in Exodus, uh, couldn't interpret uh, the dreams, uh, Joseph and the Technicolor dream coat. Uh, so consistently they've been opposed to God and they've been shown to be powerless and frauds and charlatans. And so what on earth are these guys doing in this story because up to now they've been shown to be this group of people have been shown to be in opposition to God so why are they here now I wonder are they from Babylon they're from the east I wonder whether one of these wise men had a great 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 multiple great grandfather who was somehow linked to Daniel when Daniel was in Babylon Daniel, who wouldn't stop talking about his God, about the promises that God had made, that these people were longing, they were waiting for the one that God would send. And maybe 
Daniel's influence and Daniel's words have filtered down through the generations of these uh, pagan astrologers. And so when the sign arrives in the sky, they know this is something that, is, that God, the God of the Israelites, talked about hundreds of years before. They, these guys, they're not Jewish, they're pagan. Uh, they may be kind of linked to Zoroastrianism. Um, and, and yet God includes them in this story. They're the ones that read the sign. The Jewish leaders didn't. The religious leaders didn't. Uh, they, they knew uh, from the Old Testament what was going to happen, and yet they missed the signs. And yet these guys from somewhere in the east have, have picked up on it. So why has Matthew included this story when there's so much that he's left out about the Christmas story? Why has he included this? I think there are links here to... Oh, obviously, Matthew links us to Isaiah in the, in the words that he uses uh, in chapter 1. Um, and I think he, is, he wants his readers to be thinking about those people kind of, that you think about normally as kind of out there, the nations, the pagans, those who are not part of God's people, the people living in the land of great darkness. Isaiah says, they've seen a great light. This is good news for all people. And I think Matthew wants us to know that this does mean all people, even those who uh, maybe on the surface appear opposed to God. This is good news for all people. And this is ultimately a story that is for everyone, even those people that we don't think should be in the story, or maybe even people who don't think that they should be in the story. This is good news for all of us. So whether you think this is a story in which you fit or whether this is a story that you think is not for you, the good news is that this is good news for all of us, every single one of us. doesn't matter kind of where we've come from. Even if we come from the east, there is still hope. Even if we come from the north or the south or the west, there is hope for us because this is good news for all people. That God invites all of us, no matter what our background, no matter what our history, no matter where we've come from, no matter what we've done, this is good news for all of us. That God has promised to be with us. Um, there's lots more that I could say about uh, this passage in Matthew. Um, if you want some homework for later on in the afternoon, have a word with me before I go. And I could, I've got a whole heap of things that you could do this afternoon, uh, which will take you into all sorts of interesting bits of the Old Testament as you unpack the story of the major things that maybe you've never seen before. Uh, so, but I, I appreciate that now is not the time for a lesson in Hebrew or Greek. Uh, even I'm aware of that. Uh, so, I'm going to pray, and then we are going to sing uh, one final carol.